At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, Lombardi line. Speaking of which, Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher here. As I came to work today at my studio, I noticed Michael Lombardi was filming his Thursday edition of, of course, the GM Shuffle, which you can find vcin.com. He and Femi do a great job with that. Monday and Thursdays for GM Shuffle. Also, I didn't promote it well enough. We've got our buddy Mike Samich, professional handicapper, coming up in 15, and Bob Vivant. We've got Mike Palm coming up at the oh, yeah. uh, last half hour, last 30 minutes of the show. I should promote that more. He's got the Palms pressing three, which he always does a great job. And he's been all, hey, look, Mike Palm in that contest now, you know, he's not allowed to put the picks in because it's a, I think it's a, it's a uh, circuit contest here. But Mike Palm's been good on his picks. Don't dismiss this Mike Palm picking now. I mean, you know, he's as sharp as they come, too. I'm just going to look here over. I keep track of it. I mean, last week he had the Titans plus the four. He took the Bills minus the three. That was a push. And the Cowboys, got to like his picks. No, he's super sharp. Soccer, he's Mike's sharp on every sport. Speaking I, don't of which, Michael, soccer, I don't know the soccer stuff you well, do. Well, Europa I mean, League, is. We've got, we've got so many games to bet in soccer today. I'm surprised he's going to give us 30 minutes because he's probably <laughs> grinding. Speaking of which, he, of course, part of the management team there at Circa. So Circa is laying three with Denver to kick off week five with Indian Town. What's interesting is we're starting to see, for example, DraftKings is three and a half with Denver. But that juice, they're coming back to three. So all the three and a halves, the juice is pointing back to three. I'm a little surprised. I thought we'd start to see the juice kind of toggle up uh, towards Denver headed to three and a half. But we're starting to see the three and a halves disappear and threes pop up here. You know, I think a lot of this is the fact that this could be, you know, where's Indy? Indy's got to make a play. Gregory's not healthy. It's a short week. Strange things happen on Thursday night. You know, I know that Jonathan Taylor's not playing, but at some point, Indy's either got to fix it or they're gonna. It's gonna break. It's gonna be broken down. You know, and I don't think that hook. That hook is so valuable. I I, I think if you ask the majority of the people, they Denver's gonna win. But the one thing I think we've learned from Denver under the Nathaniel Hackett administration is it's gonna be a close game. Whether it's the Houston Texans, whether it's the Las Vegas Raiders, whether it's the Ford, it's going to be a close game. About Philip Lindsay, uh, John Ewing's reporting 94% of the bets, remember, no Jonathan Taylor, 94% of the bets on Lindsay over 38 and a half as far as a rush prop today. 
I've always been a Lindsay fan, Patrick. I've always had the injuries. The injuries have kind of affected him. I always thought he had that little bit of ability to make loose plays, kind of, you know, run the ball. Even when he was with Melvin Gordon in the backfield at the same time, I like use Lindsay more, but then he got hurt and he's kind of bounced around since then. I mean, Look, everybody says, well, they don't have Taylor. They're going to hurt their offense. They're, they had Taylor, and their offense wasn't any good. Yep. 20 rushes for 42 yards against the Titans last week. I, it's it's really, that's fascinating. It, it, just wanted to correct something here. So Tomlin, I, I mentioned, and we're going to transition to the Browns and, of course, the Chargers, but Pittsburgh has not been a 14-point dog or at least a 14-point dog since 1969. How about Tomlin in this spot? Tomlin, of course, hired in 2007. Pittsburgh is 44-25-3 ATS as a dog with Tomlin. That's the second-best mark. But they are 37-35 and 35 outright, the only team with a winning record as a dog over that span. Like, 14 points to Tomlin in the Steelers. Again, Pickett making his first official start. It is the Bills, but you've talked about that Bills tax. You know, betters like to bet this team. That is the darling in every market. Yeah, and I think this, people say, well, this is a tough spot for Pickett. You know, to put him up against Buffalo, it's really kind of not fair to the kid. So, at the which is completely, completely the wrong way to think of it. Yeah, it'll be a tough challenge. And yes, Leslie Frazier's defense will be difficult for him. And understanding the coverage will be a challenge. All that's true. And the game experience will matter. But I think if you're trying to win the game, and if you're Mike Tomlin, and you're trying to manage Mitchell Trubisky, and you can't manage him because when you break down Mitchell Trubisky, the reason you can't manage him is because he can't give you enough completed passes. You know, he's averaged 19 completed passes over the first four weeks. It's hard to manage a quarterback when you're doing that unless you have an elite running back. Now, the Giants only averaged 17 completed passes, but Barkley's been sensational, right? Barkley's been unbelievable. And so I think what Tomlin wants to do is find a way – to get some kind of completions, keep the clock going, slow the game down so that he has a chance in the fourth quarter to either win it or, or you know, get close. And I think that's – and the only way he could really do that is with Pickett. And they risk the fact that he's going to turn the ball over like he did last week. I mean, no reason to throw that ball last week, but he did, and, and it cost him. Stephen Bond texting Tomlin and McDermott were teammates at William and Mary. So teammates at Bill and Mary for Tomlin and McDermott for what it's worth. The, uh, I mean, the, you know, the, the one thing is there's familiar look, I, I know what Will Hill's saying that Buffalo's going to look forward and think Kansas city. I, I, I know McDermott. I know how coaches think that that opening day loss is sits in his crawl forever. Losing to losing to Pittsburgh Losing to Jacksonville in Jacksonville. You know, on the road in Tennessee. I, but that cost them home field advantage. If they're playing the Chiefs in Buffalo, they're going to win that game, right? And so for all, th- that that game is never leaving his memory. Never. That's going to be a crawl. It's thorn in his side, just like the 13 seconds will be. 14 is the largest spread of the season. You start. You generally see 14 numbers pop up late in the year when certain teams have given up and other teams are pressing. Uh, last season, for what it's worth, first-round quarterbacks making their first career NFL starts, 0-5 ATS. So for what it's worth, that was last year. We shall see with Kenny Pickett this it'll year. Be, 14. It'll be hard. I mean, but look, I, I think this. I, I have this as a 10-point game. I don't have enough courage to say take Pittsburgh in the points. I, I, I mean, this goes back to what we talk about on this show all the time, the bet, bet numbers, not teams. I have a hard time with that, that this number says I should bet Pittsburgh all the way because I have it as a 10-point game. I don't, I don't. After what Pittsburgh last week, watching them, I know them as then and now as now, their defense isn't very good. And the Jets in those final two drives, 21 plays, they went right down the field, scored, you know, they scored their points, and that 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 became a real issue. Speaking of numbers, what's your number? What's the Lombardi line in Cleveland this weekend? Chargers at Browns. Great question, Two, two and two teams. I'm curious to hear your number, and then I'll give the audience, of course, the market's number and where it sits right now. But what's the Lombardi line, Chargers, Browns? That's a really good question, and that's a game that's that that number. That to me, that's a line I'm going to write about tomorrow. That just doesn't look right. I have the Browns being favored by a point one point one three. 
I think okay. the Browns should be favored in this game. And the Chargers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. It was three. Early in the week, it was three. And That's it's right. not surprising it it's coming the other way. It's not surprising. Just see. Because yeah, pretty much you're right. Everybody opened three. Good point. It was three. You know, I, I, I thought it would – I think it's eventually going to get to two because uh, I think when you break the game down and you study the game, yes, the Chargers are not great defensively against the run. We know this, right? Cleveland can run the football very effectively. That's the strength. Nick Chubb is great. You know, Nick Chubb can run the ball on anybody. I don't think – and, you know, I've never been a big – I've never been a big uh, 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 Jacoby Brissett fan in terms of being able to process and make good decisions, but I think Jacoby's done a really good job. I think he's done a really good job of protecting the football. He's got the one quality I think you have to have with a quarterback in today's game is he can get the quarterback sneak and win with it. I mean – we, we overlook yep. that, but that's really important. I think it's really important. It's almost like having a closer in baseball. You better have a quarterback who can sneak it. You know, and when you look at this Charger team, they don't run the ball very effectively, which gave Cleveland problems last week, and they don't stop the run. Average per attempt is at 31. Now, you know, they've only had their third in the league in how many attempts have gone against them, right? They're only 14th in yards. Right, but they're 31st, which means teams aren't running the ball enough. Again, the last two weeks they've given up 140 yards on an average in the running game. Couple things: the quarterback sneak is an art. You know, Brissett's a big boy, maybe the best sneaker yeah. of all time is Brady, and it's not like Brady's overly. You know, that's an art that should be taught. It, there's something to that. So, good point. By I think you. it's becoming more important, Patrick. I really do. I think it's almost, it's almost like. You have to have it. It's a closer in baseball. That guy that can sneak it for a first down on third and inches and third and a half a yard is so valuable because if you stack the A-gaps and he can move off like Brady used to do, go to the left or go to the right. I mean, think about it. Denver wins the opening game of the year if Russell Wilson would have just sneaked two of them in there. That's right. Just resetting the downs and knowing you have that in your arsenal is is 100%. Well, remember the Patriots oh. with Brady? If it was second and in inches, he would just oh. get the first down and they would go on to the next play. And then play. reset. And then reset. And then yeah. reset. And I mean, analytics a, probably told him not to do that, that yes. they probably should have taken a shot down Take the field. Take a deep and, shot. Take a deep yeah, shot. Yeah, and then yes. we'll come. No, just get the first down. Let's keep going. <laughs> I'd prefer have another down. Yeah, um, I, like, I like more. I Call me crazy couple things about the chart. First off, you mentioned the Chargers and running the ball. Eckler is frustrated here. The the Chargers, what I'm listening to on local radio in Los Angeles, is maybe the message from the coaching staff is not going well with this team. The Staley thing could start to get interesting. And then you have Cleveland. You know, Watson returning back to the facility. I don't think he can quite practice yet. But there's a lot with these two franchises right now on and off the field. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, look, Cleveland's lost to the Jets, and they've lost to the Falcons. When they looked at this schedule before Watson's coming back, they counted those two That's games right. as wins. They counted those as wins. This one is a win. They got to win. They lost the last home game in Cleveland. They've got to win this game, and, and they got embarrassed defensively. They just got beat by a team that had seven completions against them. Coming up next here on the Lombardi line, we've got our buddy Mike Samich, professional handicapper. Does he know VEASAN or what? He even put in his notes today a pro tip. So we've got a pro tip, we've got a bet tonight, and we've got another prop from Mike Samich who joins us next. And then after Mike, another Mike, Mr. Palm. Palm's pressing three. Big 45 to go here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. Olympics. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options. You can go in-game with the betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download BetMGM app today. Remember, if you're in Vegas, you can stop by the Strip, any MGM property. Bring your Nevada ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. You've got to be 21 years or older if you have a gambling problem. It's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we kick off week five tonight. Of course, two teams that got to get right, that being the Broncos hosting the Colts. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome in now professional handicapper Mike Samich, RacingDudes.com. And Samich, he's after Len Mead's heart here, Michael Lombardi. He's even got a pro tip in his in his notes, which we'll get to in just a little bit. But let's start with Thursday night football there, Samich. And again, Interesting, as we're starting to see some of those three and a halfs disappear, you see it on your screen there. Uh, Most shops are now sitting three. We do have a couple of three and a halfs with Denver laying it and a total of 42, Mike. Yeah, this is a tough game. It's hard to trust either of these teams after what we've seen from each of them through four weeks. Obviously, losing both running backs doesn't make it any easier to kind of predict what we're going to see from an offensive game plan perspective. Uh, If I had to pick a side here, I would lay it with the Broncos, but I would not lay the three and a half. I think that hook is very, very important in this spot. I would lay my or the, the Broncos minus three here for a smaller wager. But from a a bet that I'm really excited about, actually, I like the first half under at 21 here. Both Hackett and uh, Reich are both conservative coaches, especially out of the gate. I don't think either team wants to get down very much in this spot. I think you're going to see both of these teams run more of a run-forward game plan, especially early. You've got Russell Wilson's shoulder that's bothering him. You've got the offensive line from the Colts that's struggling. I just don't see a ton of points early in this game. I think it could get a little crazy late because once you see these, these teams trying to press, you may see some points show up. But for my money, I like this first half under 21 quite a bit. Well, I mean, the Colt, Mike, you're right down the line. The Colts can't score in the first half. I mean, I think they average 5.8. They're, they're down almost, to almost eight points from last year to this year in the first half scoring. And Denver doesn't score. I mean, they typically, you, you know, one thing you always look for in an offensive coordinator who becomes a head coach is what does his first drive look like? You know, where are they looking at? Like, what do, what do you put together in the first quarter? Uh, Arizona hasn't scored a point all year in the first quarter. And Denver averages three points in the first quarter. So to me, that's got to be that's another layer of, of concerning if you're at a handicap and hack it. Callen Moore is the Vince Lombardi of scripted first, <laughs> right, Loves Michael? It. It's like oh, he's if good Moore at it. could st- if Moore could stick with that script on his first offensive set, he'd be he'd be a head coach already. Uh, so your your he's going to be well one taken. anyway. He's going to be one anyway. It doesn't well, matter. He has it to doesn't be. matter. He has to be. He's a cowboy assistant. Uh, yeah, that's, exactly. Um, it's a must. Negative uh, 42 point differential for the Colts in the first half, to your point about them struggling to score. Okay, Mike, let's move on from this one. Let's go Miami, lane three versus the Jets. What do you got on it? 
Yeah, I mean, last week uh, we were on here Thursday, loved the, loved the uh, Bengals there, minus three and a half in that spot. And a lot of the reasoning was behind the, the situation for Miami. They're coming off this heat game where their, their defense was on the field for 93 plays against Buffalo. I thought the defense still played fairly well against, uh, against Cincinnati on a Thursday night. Now we have extra rest and we get to go and play the Jets. And talk about just a great spot for this Dolphins team. You look at who they faced from a quarterback perspective. Last three weeks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Now we get Zach Wilson. That's a big-time spot for this Dolphins defense to get to be able to play well. A lot easier spot for them. And the reason you're not seeing this line at, at five or six or seven even is because of the Tua issue. We're not going to see Tua in this game. You're going to get Teddy Bridgewater. But I've been wildly impressed with what Mike McDaniel has been able to do with his players' talent and how he's been able to really accentuate them. Teddy Bridgewater can throw under, underneath. He can throw short passes accurately to get yards after the catch. That's exactly what Mike McDaniel wants to do. I was impressed with what Bridgewater was able to do with zero first-team reps on a short week last Thursday. Now he gets 10 days to prep for this with all of the first-team reps. I don't think the Dolphins' offense takes a step backward. I think this is a lot easier of a situation for the Dolphins' defense to be able to shut the Jets down. You know, you're reading my mind, Mike. I think this is one of those games that I think the number's too low. And the reason is is because it's the adjustment to Tua. And I don't think there really is. What would the line be? I asking you as a professional handicapper, what would the line be if Tua were playing? You know, if if this was Tua and it was if this was Tua, I guess it would be six and a half or seven. I mean, I think there's that large of an adjustment that you're seeing from the public perspective and from the professional perspective in some cases, because we've seen so much of Teddy Bridgewater. But people forget Teddy Bridgewater has covered 24 of 30 games on the road as a starting quarterback. He's been pretty yeah. good in specific spots. I don't mind Teddy Bridgewater at all in here, especially with the weapons we have on the outside. All right, so I, I, all my numbers are predicated off of statistics. So the number that I get doesn't really take into account Who's the starter? I do put the starting number in level of quarterback, but where I had Tua rated to compare to Teddy, it probably was maybe a half a point. So my line for this game is 6.87. Yeah, and I like so, your line like, a lot you, well. Interesting. Yeah, and so for me, it's it's not even close. Like, I think the the you're getting a better number. Plus, let me add another layer to this conversation. Mike McDaniel practiced against Robert Salai since they were in San Francisco together. Every single day. If he doesn't know how to attack Robert Salai's cover three, which is what he's going to get, and how to formation him, which is what he's going to get, and make explosive plays, then I, then I don't think Mike McDaniels is as smart as I think he is. I think this game plan will be very easy. I saw Pittsburgh move the ball on him. I think Pittsburgh shot themselves in the foot. I, I don't see this. I think Miami comes in and is explosive, and I think McDaniels has the keys he has the, he has the answers to the test. I 100% agree. I mean, I, I love Miami in this spot. I have them at three. I would bet them at three and a half. I would sell them up to six or six and a half if you want to to get a plus money wow. in this spot. It just to me, this is just it's a the line's wrong in my mind. This should be significantly higher. And this is everything in Miami's favor. I mean, I I even think that Wilson starting is a negative for the Jets. I don't think that he's he's more he's more volatile. You're more likely to see turnovers and, and big plays of going for the Miami defense with Wilson in the game. I thought he didn't play well through three quarters against the Pittsburgh defense that just isn't very good without Watt either. So to me, if you want to sell this all the way up to six and a half and take plus money, I don't mind doing that with the Dolphins. Well, if you'll go to six and a half, then three is super cheap. Michael's Michael Lombardi's number, Miami, was closer to six and a half as well at the Jets. Three's a cheap number. Get it now because I see a couple of shops moving to three and a half again the importance of having multiple outs. Let's get to your pro tip, because I think this is an important one for new betters and betters alike. Uh, your pro tip for the day, Mike Sandwich, what do you got for us? Yeah, this is, again, something we talked about last week that I, I think is important to really stress. A lot of times you can handicap the injury report and be able to make sure you get the better part of the line. Last Thursday, we talked about the Vikings-Saints game, and we took the Vikings on Thursday minus two and a half. And one of the specific reasons we discussed was you have both the quarterback and the wide receiver, Michael Thomas, as well as Jameis Winston, who did not practice Wednesday, who did not practice Thursday. If either of them fell off, you're going to see this line immediately go to minus three if either of them are out. It turns out both of them are out, as well as Kamara. The line immediately moves to minus three and a half on Friday morning. If you played it minus two and a half before that bad injury news, you end up winning on Sunday. If you played it after, you ended up losing on Sunday because that was a three-point game. So the three and a half did not cover well. The three did. 
got a couple games you have a similar situation this week. You've got the New Orleans game where now you have all the negative injury news out there already, and it's all baked into this minus five and a half line. If the Saints get back Winston and Thomas and Kamara, all of a sudden that line goes over seven. You get much the best of the number. If it doesn't, then you have the option of whether or not you want to buy out some of that bet of yours at minus five and a half. I don't love the Saints, so I did not play that one. One I did play was actually the Red River shootout here. You've got uh, Oklahoma's quarterback who had a concussion in the second half of last week. He's very sketchy of whether or not he's going to play. At the same time, Texas's starting quarterback who got hurt against Alabama has been targeting to come back in this game. Right now, you have Texas minus seven. That's baked in with, with having Gabriel play for Oklahoma and the backup play for Texas. If Gabriel's out and the Texas quarterback ends up in, you're going to see that line balloon to double digits pretty quickly. So I like that seven now. And again, if you end up with a bad inventory report, you can buy yourself out of that seven if you want to, or you can get a significantly better line at seven versus the 10 that it could move to. It's perfect. It's per- And again, the best of it was the two and a half with Minnesota last week, Michael and Mike, and getting out in front of the injury news procured that number for you. Again, that's the difference between winning and losing over a long season, betting the NFL and also college football. Mike Samich, of course, RacingDudes.com, professional handicap. Always great. Thank you for the tips and thank you for the information, Mike. Mike. Appreciate you. Enjoy the game. You guys. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck. And again, he likes tonight's Thursday night. He likes the under 21 in the first half with the Broncos. And, of course, the slow-starting Michael Lombardi Colts. So that's where he sits. And the the pro tip as far as handicapping the injury report, that's just understanding and being ahead of the market and predicting which way the number is going to go based on what you're hearing from injuries. But, and the other thing, too, I think is really important. We saw this last week with the Green Bay line. You know, they adjusted to Hoyer. Like, Mac Jones was playing good. Like, seriously, Mac Jones wasn't yeah, playing any correct. good. How, how much worse could Hoyer have played, Right. I mean, great point. like we, how much worse, how much better was Bridgewater going to, how much better was Tua playing the Bridgewater? I mean, what's the variance there? You know, now if you, if you're one of those people that are drinking the Tua Kool-Aid and think he's elite, you think there's a huge variance. If you're like me that thinks he's had a lot of open receivers, you, you don't think there's a variance. The bigger point is the market can be slow to move with information. If you're putting in the work and the due diligence, you can get in front of the market movement based on injuries. And that is very important. Michael pointed that out about the New England quarterback situation last week as well. Mike Paul next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Well, the NHL season prep guide is being passed around the Circa offices. Why don't you get yours? 32 team previews, also new betters, NHL. We're going to help you understand how to bet it. Rookies to watch, best bets for player awards. VSIN.com slash subscribe for the NHL season prep guide. Andy McNeil and the crew did a great job. As we got you back here, it's time for the legend Mike Palm, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. As we welcome you back, it is the Lombardi line. Bon vivant, not just Circa, but also here on VEASAN. We're going to take a deep dive. Bated breath awaits. The Palm's pressing three coming up in just about 12 minutes. Hi, Mike. How are you? Well, good Good morning to Bill Berman and the Berman, or good afternoon to Bill Berman and the Berman family and to Michael Lombardi and the Lombardi family there in, in Ocean City, New Jersey. And good morning to you and your little dog, Patrick, there in Bel Air. <laughs> First off, ni- nice haircut. You oh, look sharp. You. Looks and good. It, Looks it was, good. It was nice of you to take a couple of minutes away from uh, Europa League betting today in soccer. So thank you for that. You know, I thought it was a tough card today. I've only got one game live. I'm on the Sheriff under. They're playing the Spanish side real saucy. But, you know, think about this. Michael, you have to understand the geopolitics in soccer. This game is being played... <laughs> in Transnistria, which is a breakaway state in Moldova. If you're a visiting player, do you really want to score in that game? I don't think so. You're taking your life into your own hands. So scoreless in the 43rd minute so far, Patrick. Yeah. Yep, nil-nil uh, in the 45th. Uh, oh, yep, since, since the next block, you get to ask me questions. I want to ask you a question. The circle lines just came out, mm. okay? And <laughs> the, the Charger-Cleveland the Charger, uh, line, has been three all week long. Chargers giving three to the home team, right? And today, Circa puts the line out. Browns are are two point home fate a dog. I mean that 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 hasn't even gotten to two anywhere yet. 
so how does that happen in the con- – I don't I'm not saying there's anything to me I read these contest lines as an anticipation of what could happen. Well, you're 100% right, Michael. We're trying to get there with that line with what we think it's going to end up with on, on game time uh, so that we're not too far off and you don't have too many stale numbers. Now, things happen. There's injuries. There's steam. All of that. Josh Applebaum will make an appearance. Lines move, right? But you obviously know, and, and you have this game rated, the Browns a small favorite. It's not going to stay three. It's touched two and a half in places. You're right. There hasn't been a two out there yet. But what this tells you is the sharp guys in the book here at Circa, the bookmakers uh, that put up these contest lines like Chris Bennett, think this game will close around two. Yeah, I, I, again, and that's the, that's why I value these lines mm-hmm. so much, Patrick, is because they give me a peak for Sunday. And, and it kind of is like, I'll give you an example, you know, the Titans commanders line and not, you know, this is a scratch game for me as a recommendation. There's to me, I don't trust either team, but that line had been two and a half Tennessee all week today in the contest. It's one and a half. Yeah, absolutely. You anticipate the movement there. It might even close one or a pick. You know that they're on the road two weeks and two weeks in a row here. And uh, it's not going to go to three. We know that. The, things could go from bad to worse for the commanders, by the way. I'm What I'm understanding is there could be a bombshell coming out this week or sometime soon here, Michael Lombardi, with Daniel Snyder. So the drama off the field continues. Carson Wentz can't stay upright under center. It's There's a lot of drama right now with the commanders. Yeah, I mean, and finally somebody's saying that they haven't really – where are they in terms of improvement? Where Where is the team? You know, last year they said we're making no changes to our staff. But it was just communication issues. Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Where, well, they're not playing any better on defense. You could still throw the ball at will on them. They don't rush the passer with all these first-round picks. Like, tell me how they've gotten better. They haven't. You can also, by the way, hear Mike Palm on the NFL pod, vsin.com. Remember, GM Shuffle, new episode drops. Go check it out. I, I'm going to ask you this. What would the Mike Palm number be? on the Colts-Broncos tonight. What would you set the number at, just for fun, with friends? Well, I think three is probably the right number. Uh, You're looking at two sides that have not played well. Horrific quarterback play, both. Both Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson. I think the Denver defense is better. I know, Michael, you said you had the game 4.68, I believe, when I I was listening to the opening segment. Of that, of that 4.68, how much is accounted for in elevation and home field? I know Denver is one of the higher home field advantages in the league. I would probably say a point and a half, but I think the Colts, just if you take away where the game's being played, the Colts are just so bad in so many of the categories that I measure for games. You know, And what I feel like is the essence of how to win a football game. And those numbers don't translate. Where I get in trouble with my numbers is because there's only 32 teams. Is I can't really ever get to a 14 point spread, mm. you know, because the the because 32 is the highest number and is the lowest number, and one's the high. You know what I mean? So I can't get there. But the Colts are so low in the categories that matter that they just to me like last week against Tennessee. They're, Tennessee to me should have been the favorite in that game. Michael, I said on the, and you referenced this earlier, Matt Eumann's show where he's doing the Circa Invitational. And you're right, I, I'm participating, but I can't win the prize money. Matt and I can't win, but actually I'm leading the contest uh, after four weeks at 14-5-1, a half, a half game ahead of professional better Chuck Edel, who you can see on VEASAN on Friday mornings on Follow the Money with Mitch and Paul, uh, and a half game ahead of uh, ESPN producer uh, Bon Vivant, uh, Chris Felica, also known as the Bear. Um, so last week I said on the show on Friday night, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, if you're on the East Coast, Tennessee's winning the game. Tennessee's a much better team. I don't care about it being in the Dome. The Colts are horrific. The fact that they could go to Jacksonville and not be competitive in any of the four quarters tells you all you need to know about the Colts. They got worse going from Phillip Rivers at his age to Carson Wentz, and they got worse going from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. And somehow their offensive line got worse. Like, somehow that happened. I mean, Will Hill said earlier on the show he never bought into Matt Ryan. Okay, I get that. I did. 
I thought Matt Ryan would be better, but where I missed the Colts, where I'm upset with my handicap on the Colts, is how bad this offensive line's played. That's what's most disappointing, and the lack they have no toughness. I mean, in my power rankings, and they'll come out tomorrow, Indianapolis and Chicago have the same ranking. They're yeah, the, both that's the worst I'm, teams in the league. Ooh, that's, that's why I'm surprised, Mike, that you didn't add the, the hook on this one tonight. Yeah. First off, you can flex a little bit, even yeah. though you can't win the money, Mr. Palm. Being in first against, what, 16 of the best handicappers on the planet is pretty damn good. Let me ask you this. Palm's bottom three. Right now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Would the Colts be a part of, you know, 30, 31, and 32? Who's your bottom oh, three right now? That's tough. I'm going to tell you the Commodores are in the bottom three for me. They are, yeah, are god-awful, and that was my other play. You know, the NFL is really about fading the bad teams because it's yep. hard for the good teams to be consistent every week and perform, Michael. But the bad right. teams are going to be bad. I, I, I've always said this about... You know, college is a little different, but the NFL is fading. Survivor, you're fading bad teams. Uh, it, it's very difficult. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to say Seattle, and then they go and they win in Detroit. But Detroit, you know, without three key performers, it, it, I mean, it's come tough. on, Detroit I, didn't play a lick of defense, yeah, yeah, Mike. I, but I think your point's really well taken, Mike, because like Tennessee, Washington this week, I want nothing to do with this game because it's two bad teams. Mm-hmm. Even though Tennessee is better than a bad team. They play down to the level because they're not explosive on offense. So the game will never get away from the game. Will, Washington will never get away from the game. They'll always be in the game. And when it's like that, a ball bounce here, a ball bounce there, it, to me it doesn't seem like I'm better off staying away from that game. Even though I would play Tennessee, I would stay away. You make a great point because as much as Tennessee dominated them in Indianapolis in the first half, somehow Vrabel doesn't take three points at the end of the half, which was huge. It was huge making that game from a three-score game, and then the Colts hung around there in the second half but couldn't really get over the hump and get to a tie. That game wasn't even close, but Tennessee made it close. And, and so right. I agree with your point here. Uh, of going to Washington and having to lay points, and they're keeping the the Commodores in the game. Yep, I agree. I, I, I that's what to me it's to me I've what I've learned doing this for four years is I I I can look at my sheet and I can find five winners to give out. The problem is I don't give the five right ones out, <laughs> and I've got to do a better job of eliminating games that I just you know I have a feel for or take a game here like just eliminate it. It's okay. Like, Will Hill That's wants cool. to give That's out cool. Dallas Rams, Patrick. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I can't do that one. Here's why. I think the Rams, one thing I learned about teams that went to the that won a Super Bowl, they have a little fight in them at times, and they'll fight back, especially when they play at home. So I can't really handicap where they are. And then I don't, can Dallas keep going along this pace? I don't know. So for me, I can't get a feel for that game. I'm off. Lionel Richie's favorite team, the Commodores, they also are losing players across that offensive front. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better for them. And I think Jack Del Rio loses his job during midseason here. That's Even though the defense I don't think is playing, Rivera, but... I don't think Rivera will fire him. It's his buddy. I mean, he hasn't fired him. I mean, he's come to, I mean has Rivera been to every game? Because he's watched every game. <laughs> I, think he, I think he showed up. I mean, yeah. I mean, he hasn't fired him after watching the games. Why is he going to fire him now? Michael, Rivera is the real... Teflon Ron. I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. (laughs) We are getting ready to press with Mike Palms pressing three coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the king of sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn reward points. You can then turn those reward points into bonus credits and free bets, dining, shows, hotel rooms in Vegas. It's the best, man. It's betting's premier loyalty program. Let's go to betmgm.com. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Got to be 21 years or older. As we got you back here, Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Mike Palm, of course, taking a deep dive, joins us. We look forward to it every week. It's Palm's pressing three. Let's get to number one, Mr. Palm. Well, Michael did a nice transition into it with his final comments before the break. Michael, is Cooper Rush a starting NFL quarterback? He's the first in history to win his first four games and have a 90 or higher passing rating in each of them. If the Cowboys beat the Rams in SoFi on Sunday, should Dak get his job back when healthy? I think Dak should get his job back. But I think, to me, Cooper Rush has done like Trent Green did when he went into Washington. Didn't really win a lot of games, but looked very effective and signed a contract with the St. Louis Rams because Mike March went there, which then got Dick Vermeil into the Hall of Fame when Kurt, when, when, uh, when, uh, what's his face had to take over? Kurt Warner took over when Green got hurt. That's a whole other story. But yeah, I, Mike, I think the hardest thing we have is as, as fans, betters, football graders, judges, is to strip away the, the pedigree to strip it away. We're not looking at horses and breeding. We're looking at how they play strictly. And we sometimes forget that. The other night, Cooper Rush versus Daniel Jones, who was the better player? Just watch with your eyes. Just watch with your eyes. Both are getting managed. Don't tell me that one's getting managed, the other one's not. They're both getting managed. Both are effective. But one's throwing more completions and one's reading it better than the other. We really mess this up. We really do. You know, and, and I think that that was one of the hardest things for me to learn is get that bias of where they were picked out of your system. Also, Mike Palm, I'm sure you read this, but as far as decision making and quick read time, there's only one quarterback ahead of Cooper Rush right now, and that's Tom Brady as far as getting rid of the football quicker than anyone. So that's impressive as well, Mr. Palm. You know, I think that Cooper Rush's presence is making McCarthy and the offensive staff better coaches. Because they're, they're they're for the first time now managing the game, as you said, Michael. Well, they're calling the game like a head coach. They're not calling the game like he's in his basement in Des Moines just running Madden. You know, okay, I want to run this. I want to run that. Because Dak can run everything. Every time they make a call, they're asking themselves, "Is Cooper? can Cooper handle this? Which is, should be the question they ask when they put Dak back in. Can, is this good for Dak? Like this, the Parcells said this 25 years ago to me. And Walsh said this 30 years ago. Every quarterback has to be met. There's no elite player. Just roll them out there and tell them to take over. They all have to be managed to specifics and what they can and can't do. 
and some are better than others. But I think what Patrick said there earlier, Cooper Rush can read. When, when Cooper Rush's mama lifted him from the crib, he had quarterback instincts. When Justin Fields' mama did, he didn't. He had running back instincts. He didn't have quarterback instincts. It's different. You can spend all the time you want with Fields. I don't think it's ever going to happen. It looks like Cooper Rush, it's happened. Great start. Number two, Mike Palm. Michael, as a former championship-level NFL executive and player personnel decider, are there any Saturday quarterbacks this year that you'd be itching to draft on Sunday? Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. What's your early evaluation? I thought Will Levis was good last week. He turned the ball over twice on fumbles, you know, and, and I thought they were. But I thought his anticipation and his reading was very good. It made me wonder why he wasn't recruited by Notre Dame. He was from a big school in Connecticut, and Notre Dame took the kid that they're playing now from the, from the same area. And if you just watch the two of them play, one looks like he should have gone to Hofstra with me. The other one went, should have gone to Notre Dame. Okay, so that. And then I, I watched him, and I think he's got really – now, why, what happened at Penn State? I need to figure that out. Because why would they take Clifford over him? Like, why would they take Clifford over him? I thought that was wrong. I worry about – I really worry about Bryce Young's size. I mean, you know, I say this all the time. There's a place for the little man in football. It's just not in front of the big man. I mean, I don't want Tua to get hurt, but I think Tua's always going to miss games. I really do. He's not a big man. And he's playing a big man position. And Bryce Young is not a big man. And he's going to play a big man position. Now, I think Bryce Young is talented. You know, and I got to watch more of C.J. Stroud. You know, that's what I'm I starting to get into that. Watch more of them. But the three that you mentioned, I kind of like. You know, there's a kid, there's a kid in Arizona, Jaden DeLorean, who is a very Bryce Young similar. He, DeLorean doesn't have as strong as arm as Bryce, but they're very similar. Like if you just stripped away the jerseys and said, who's Bryce Young? This DeLorean kid, he threw for 400 yards last week. He makes plays all over the field. Do I think he's the first pick over on the draft? No, he's, he's a little guy. So that's what worries me. Who's your favorite right now, Mike Palm, as far as the quarterbacks? I don't love anybody, really, right now. Uh, I, I still want to see more. You know, we're, we're five weeks in. Uh, but nothing jumps off the page to me. And certainly- how about the kid? How about Will Rogers at Mississippi State? See, I kind of I don't think Will Rogers is the is the the typical spread off. I think he throws with more anticipation than I was than I thought. Yeah, they're a sneaky good team there with Leach because that defense is physical, uh, and they can and win that- some games in that conference. Well, look, Mike Leach doesn't get any three stars, he get five stars. He, I mean, all he does is know how to pick players. It's, it's really – we started the show talking about it. It's remarkable. He does – you know, the way he puts it all together, it's really remarkable how, how it does. And that Mississippi State team now, that, that team is physical. They are physical. Bryce Young is so sinewy. He's so small. He's so talented, but there's this, he's got to get bigger. Okay, I, don't like the, to, I don't like the way Auburn really pushed him. Auburn attacked him I last agree. year and, and exposed him, and no one's ever really been able to do that. I, Texas got a yeah. little bit of pressure on him, but I thought Auburn had the, the playbook on him. I think that's yeah. I mean, I, okay. it's, it's like look, look at the first half of the Arizona Cardinal Carolina game. You tell me that coaches don't have a playbook on, on Kyler Murray. Watch that first half. Number three, Palms pressing three. Let's go. Michael, few know Coach Belichick better than you do. Would he ever consider taking another job, or will he continue to languish rebuilding in the division with Josh Allen? Would he be open to the Cowboys or possibly the Chargers job if those, if those doors open, or do you believe he will retire as a Patriot? I don't know because I've never asked him. I've always had this illusion in my head. This is strictly from me. You know, he grew up in Annapolis, you know, he grew up there, and to me, if if there's one thing that could really save the Washington franchise, it would be if he went there to build it, you know. So do I think he would at his age? Probably not. But, uh, I mean, you know, I don't think that, that, that there's so many. I think what he's learned in his life is unless you're in the right situation. And part, one of the chapters in my book, I talk about coaches and the different situations that they are. And, and I think this applied to Coriel. If Coriel had worked for a better owner group, whether it was Bidwell in St. Louis or then it was the, the uh, Gene Klein in San Diego, if he worked for DeBarlo, he probably would have won more titles. But remember, they were always cutting costs on him. They, tr- they made him trade Fred Dean. They made him trade Louis Kelcher, you know, because of salary contracts and stuff. So a lot of this being in the league, it really is predicated on not the uniform, but the owner. 
The, the I always owner, thought does the owner get it? I always thought Belichick's dream job was the Giants, Michael. Well, it could be. I mean, it could be. I, I don't know that. You know, I mean, I know he's got great pride in what they accomplished at New York, and he and well, he should. You know, I mean, he worked at Detroit too. Look, he. You know, one thing about Belichick, he has got a, like when he talked about with Green Bay when he went there, he talked about the history. He gets the history. Like Detroit's history is remarkable. People don't remember that Buddy Parker was a great coach, and they had they had a secondary that had Dick Night Train Lane and Dick LeBeau and all these great <laughs> players. And nobody remembers this. You know, Patrick, about, I know you want to get to the game before we wrap up, but I'm a huge yeah, yeah. Coriel guy, a huge guy. You know, you think of Eric Coriel and, and, and that passing offense. He's the one that designed the I formation that John McKay installed at USC. Think about that coaching tree from Coriel, Joe Gibbs, and John Madden. I'm a huge Coriel guy. But, and Tremendous. that really all starts with that starts, and, and that's in the book, Mike. <laughs> and that's one of the, what I call the white oaks in, in my book. That that tree comes from Sid Gilman, by the way of Red Blake. Football done right is the book. I'm going to buy Mike Palm a copy oh. when it comes out. Michael Lombardi, the author. <laughs> okay, Mike. I'm going to start with you. Can be a lean. Denver's laying three. We've got a total of forty-two. I lean the three. Lane to three. I haven't played the game yet. We have very little action on the total at all here. I know it's gone up a couple points. We need right now, we would need the Colts. Interesting, they've bet the Broncos in the first half as well. That's the second biggest decision. Yeah, I, I love the – I lean towards taking Denver. If it's three and a half, I, I, I would lean towards the Colts. I think it's a field goal game. I like the over. I think Russell's going to move – look, if Russell doesn't move the ball against the Colts, that he knows what, sec, what they're in in terms of coverage and everything – then they're not going to move the ball. They can move the ball. they got to put it in the end zone. If you want more Palm, it's the NFL podcast, vcin.com. I believe you're going to go record it right now, correct? Yeah, with the kid Danny Burke. He used to look like the unknown comic when they made him wear that <laughs> high mask during COVID in the casino in I Chicago. Love it. Mike, awesome job. Thank you so much, no, Mike. No, thank you. And thank, thank Patrick. You, Mike. Appreciate you. And Stephen Bond. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Michael Lombardi, enjoy the game tonight. A lean on Denver at three. If, it, if the hook pops up, Indy. Thank you very much, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thank you. Okay. M. Lombardi NFL. We're back. Big Bets is next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.